Yeah, you know what it is, Truth Nation. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it, it's over, it's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell me, where are all the watch for you? Where are the hey. brothers going to be? Hey. <laughs> I just wanted to see what she was going to do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. Good morning. It's Tuesday, September 26, 2023, and welcome to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly, live from the American Family Insurance Studio inside the avenue in the heart of of downtown Milwaukee. DT is on assignment in for DT this morning is Miss Bailey Coleman. Good morning, Bailey. Good morning, Telly. How are you? I am great. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Man, and you picked a really good time to be in because we have an exciting jam-packed show for you on this Tuesday morning and outside of the hot topics that we will get into, before I even get into that, Benjamin, <laughs> good morning. Good morning, Telly. How you doing? Man, man, I'm good this morning, man. I'm excited about today's show because we have some very special guests that will be joining us on top of the hot topics we will get into during the 8 o'clock hour. We will be joined by Ken Jinlak, Executive Director of Serenity Ends, and it is a huge day for Serenity Ends because they will have a groundbreaking ceremony for a new treatment facility to improve access to substance use disorder treatment services. So that is a huge, huge deal. And we will have Ken Jinlak in studio, executive director of Serenity Ends, to talk all about it. And at 830. 830. Woo! We got another very special guest and uh who is it telly ah i i really you know what i think i'll reveal it next segment segment? yeah i'll reveal it next segment but i will tell you this there are a lot of ladies that won't be disappointed that this guy is joining the show I'm excited. That's all I got to say. I'm excited. I'm excited. So we will get to that in a little bit. And, uh, man, um, a lot of stuff to get to. A lot of get, a lot of good stuff to get to. And um, But I kind of want to start off with something that was brought to my attention this morning. And, Bailey, you really had me thinking about songs that you can put like a time capsule on like you remember when this song was out 
when it was, uh, what was going on during that time. And how it made you feel. And how it made yeah, you feel. Yeah. Like, I, um, I looked at the list that, uh, that was presented and I was like, wow, those are, those are really cool and iconic songs. And they had, what was the, uh, title of it? It was songs that define historical moments. So truth nation, I know I'm asking you early this morning to put on your thinking caps, but think about some of the songs that define historical moments. And one that jumps out to mind for me, mm-hmm. and it is recent. And before the show, Bailey, you asked me, is there anything recent that you could think of? Uh-huh. And I was like, no, but this one just came to mind. Mm-hmm. It was um, uh, during George Floyd's funeral. Okay. And they performed the song For Every Mountain. Oh yeah, that's that's one of my ones right oh, there. Oh man, and I didn't realize how great of a song that was. Oh yeah, until then. Oh, and okay. it's one of the songs that I might listen to on a daily now. Okay, now, ever okay. since ever since I heard it at the funeral, I was just like. Man, that song is so powerful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. So, you know one. One that comes to mind for me. What's that? Never would have made it. Wow. Yes. Yes. Well, I got another one. I got another one okay, for the streets give me, now. Okay, give me one more. Hey, give me one I for the streets we, now. I, I, not, I hope we're not hating our Kelly up in here today. Uh-huh. Because I wish it was just, that got me in my soul right there. Yeah. That got uh-huh. me in my soul. I wish. Yeah. 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 That was something. Yeah, I mean, there. Uh, you just you start to think back, and you're like, man, I remember when that song came out and right. how it made me feel. And how it made me feel. Yes, yes. Yeah. And Truth Nation, hit us up on the Truth Talking text line eight three three two one two one zero one seven. I know I am getting at you early, but we have such a jam packed show. We need to get to these things yeah. as quickly as we can. And uh, some of the songs that. Here are five songs mm-hmm. that uh, define historical moments. And I will start with number five and go down to number one. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't necessarily agree with this order. Right. But, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But hey, exactly. this is the order that was uh, published uh, uh, in terms of define historical moments, songs that define historical moments. Number five, some of these songs I don't even know. Number five, London Calling by The Clash. I don't even know who The Clash is. All right, let's go to number four then, which I think should be number two and two should be number one. Well, Uh I don't want to say that. But number four, Uh What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. Without, Without a question. Yes. I mean. Like, if you go back and just... I mean, there's so Listen many to that things. Song today. Yeah, there's so many things that were going on just before, during, and after that song. It's a whole, it's a real time period of yes. things yes. that were happening. You know. Yes. What's going on? Uh-huh. What's going on? That God, that was released in 1971. Wow. You know, I mean, just. You could just Google 1971 yeah. <laughs> and be like, dang, that happened too? Yes. You know? Wow. And and what courage 
did it take for him to release a song like that? I, exactly. Because exactly. he was truly speaking to one community. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, all right. That was number four. Number three, Gimme Shelter by Rolling Stones. I don't even know that. Don't I mean, know that I know, one? I know who uh, the Rolling Stones are, but yes. I, don't, and, I don't really know that. And number two, which uh, I, I believe... Should be number one, and what's going on is number two. But number two, A Change is Gonna Come by yeah. Sam Cooke. Yeah. I mean, if you look back at people's biographies and retrospects and all that, you'll see all kinds of stuff. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. A Change Gonna Come, if I'm not mistaken, that song was only about two minutes and 12 seconds long, something like that. But yeah. you want to talk about packing in a whole lot in a little time yeah exactly oh man and i I might be a little biased because sam cook is one of my all-time favorites yeah uh uh, favorite artist and number one for songs that define historical moments blowing in the wind by bob dylan okay i remember that song but i mean yeah I don't really, I don't connect like with it. you didn't it. connect with it? I okay. Ain't, I ain't connect with that, you know. I yeah. mean, it, you know, it was special or whatever, but I didn't connect with it. See, you could just look and say, okay, well, what was going on back in 1971 when what what's uh, going on was out, the Vietnam War was happening, there's a lot of anti-protesting back then, uh, the whole Charles Manson thing was going on. Y'all know about that. Don't pretend like you don't know. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, even if you just looked it up historically, there was uh, uh, the year that Walt Disney World opened in Florida. Mm. You know, I mean, but the big thing was the Vietnam War, and I think that the Vietnam War, and that was uh, something that... Uh, Started started back then and was a part of, you know, where he got the idea for the song. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm, I think this is my brother Sherwin Hughes, but Sherwin hit us up on a True Talking text line. You can, too, as well. 833-212-1017. Sherwin says, Gimme Shelter by the Rolling Stones is a classic. A black woman sings the chorus. Hey Ben, can you look, can you look that up? Give me shelter by the Rolling Stones. I want to. I, I want to hear this. I, right. I I've never heard it, but all right, Sherwin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember I told you the first time I filled it for Sherwin. Uh huh. He he was on the talking text line. Hit me up on assignment from the beach or somewhere. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, um, I mean, but these are songs that meant something to you. I know in recent time, um, I, and, and like you said, I know the, the cancel culture for R. Kelly is right. in full effect, but Whatever. when he said, I believe I could fly when he's saying that, like, yeah, yeah, come on. Uh, it it was a very very inspirational song. Yeah, absolutely. Very absolutely. inspirational song. He had, he, you know what? Hate it or love it. Yeah. He wrote 
some gospel songs yeah. in there. He didn't work with Kirk Franklin. Don't play with me. Right. Oh, <laughs> oh, how about uh, We Are the World? Yeah, We Are the World. That's we a, Are the World. Yeah. When that came out that, and all the huge. artists. Yeah. I mean, from Bruce Springsteen to Michael Jackson to yep. Quincy Jones. Yep. Yeah. Now, since we're there. Yeah. There's the the King Holiday song, you know, that came out. It had Whitney Houston, the fa- the Fat Boys, all these different people that were big at the time. Yeah. Plus Stevie Wonder's Happy Birthday came out at the same time. Wow. There's, you know it. And that song, if it, I don't care how old it is now, every year you're gonna hear Stevie yeah. Wonder's yes, you are. birthday song. Yeah, you are. If it's if it's played for you. Or if it's played at someone else's exactly. uh, well, birthday, you know, you know what? You gonna hear "Happy Birthday," t- "Happy Birthday" anytime. You can now get the the little thing on TikTok and put it on somebody's page. Yeah, yeah. You know, but what it was originally meant for was because there was a time when Martin Luther King Day was not a holiday. It was not a national holiday. It wasn't a holiday locally. It wasn't a holiday. Yeah. And um, there was a whole movement. To make that happen. Yeah, yeah. The caller has chimed in. The caller says, We Gonna Be All Right by Kendrick Lamar. That's right. I feel you on that. That's a really good one. And uh, the other one, I'm not sure. Children Hold On to Your Dreams, 1980 Ouija. I don't don't know anything about that. I don't know Ouija, caller. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We do know know Kendrick, though. We Gonna Be All Right. Yeah. And uh, that's that's, that's pretty dope. Ben, we got that. uh, give me shelter. I want to. I want to. I want to hear, hear this. What, yeah, I want to hear, hear what Sherwood is talking about. We need it. I'm waiting for the hook. Yeah. I'm not going to judge yeah. Sherwin, but I think he was on some hippie stuff back then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Yeah, uh, yeah well, I, I don't okay, know. Sherwin. Yeah, Sherwin. Uh, yeah. I guess it, it may be a classic. We're we going to take your word for it. Yeah, was it a classic in our community? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. How about <laughs> "Blowing in the Wind" by Bob Dylan? Ben, can you uh, can you hook that up as well? Okay. I, I I haven't you, heard. You know, that. people generally know that that was that's one of the ones you you, you usually hear like on Muzak or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, gotcha. That's one of, you gotcha. Know, that's one of those you you and targeted and it might pop on or something. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you go, oh, Bob Dylan, Bob. All right, Bob. But, but yes, it definitely makes you think about like some of the things that was going on. Like I'm trying to think, what song would encapsulate 9/11? Wow. Like what song was going out? I mean, going on then or. Huh, 9-11, huh? Yeah, I just got a text message and it says, uh, Mary, Mary, it's the God in me. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. It's the God in me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do we have that, uh, Bob Dylan? Okay, let me hear Blowing in the Wind. This is the number one song that, you know, pretty much 
gives you a historical moment to go with it. So here's Bob Dylan blowing in the wind. How many roads must a man walk down before you call him a man? How many seas must the white dove sail before she sleeps in the sand? Isn't how many times must the cannonballs fly before they're forever banned? Okay, okay. The answer, my friend. You just, you, you, you cut them off before it got to the hook. Well, I mean, you know. Uh, <laughs> the caller says, Bailey, you remember, believe in love. Let love be the light to show the way, and love will shine on you one day. Who that? Who that said, supposed to be? The caller says, Bailey, you remember. Is that supposed to be Ouija? I, I don't know. I don't know. The caller, you need to text back in, or better yet, you know you could call. <laughs> and, and, and you could you could discuss Bailey, this. You remember? Hit us up, Truth Nation, eight three three two one two one zero one seven. You Casey, remember now? Is that Casey and JoJo or something like that? No, she he he says Ouija. Yeah. So uh, D Max says, "I remember. I'm proud to be an American. Where at least I know I'm free during nine eleven. Yeah, they did play that a lot. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah Good call, D Mac. Yeah, yeah, I just couldn't remember. Did. I knew it was a song. I just couldn't remember which song it was. Yeah, but but that was played. That was played a lot during nine eleven. Yeah, yeah. So." Just a good way to, uh, you know, start your morning and and think of some of the songs that made you feel a certain kind of way when you heard them. I mean, it made you feel like, wow, you know. Yes. And it really, you know. Yeah. It has that wow factor. It it defines a certain time in your life and what was going on with you at that time and it may have been like a national uh a national thing they also played michael jackson's what more can i give yeah back then yeah that was more of an album cut but like so was was man in the mirror uh considered one of those or it was just a really good song no, Man in the Mirror, something was happening back then. Yeah. Cuz yeah. I read um uh I read I was I was looking at that the other day. Something was happening when Man in the Mirror was out. Yeah. Well, the True Talking text line is blowing up. I think we got people up this morning, Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa says Sound of Blackness. Hold on. Change is coming. That was a really good song. Oh yeah. 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 That was that was one that was it was a lot going on. And uh uh <laughs> Wesley says, Good morning, Telly. The best song I remember hearing during nine eleven was Eminem's Mosh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So but all right, Truth Nation, we appreciate you uh, hitting us up, letting us know what some of the songs that really made you feel a certain kind of way or took you back to a certain spot. We'll continue the conversation on the other side of the break. Plus, we'll get into 
the crew members from the Montgomery Brawl, they spoke out for the first time wow. doing an interview on GMA yesterday with Robin Roberts. What? We will, they yes. They were on with Robin. They were on with Robin, uh-huh. and we have clips from it as well. So keep it locked right here. Bailey Coleman in for DT. You listen to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. More after the break. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. All's my life I has to fight. All's my life I hard times like yeah, bad trips like yeah, Nazareth. I'm fed up, homie. You fed up, but if God got us, then we gon' be alright. Hey, we gon' be alright. Welcome back to Truth Be Told. Bailey Coleman in for DT. We started this morning talking about some of the songs that take you back to a place or really just define a a moment or period during, you know, whatever time. And uh, you just affiliate that song with that. The True Talking text line has been blowing up. 833-212-1017. We've been getting a lot of different responses from uh, the caller. The caller's hit us up with Stomp, Kirk Franklin, F the Police by NWA, Self-Destruction. Yeah, yeah. All those times (laughs) there was something going on. But I did start the show by saying that we have a very special guest outside of the special guest we have coming at right. 8 o'clock, which is Ken Jinlak, the CEO and executive director of Serenity Inns. There's a huge groundbreaking ceremony that he will tell us all about. That's at the 8 o'clock hour okay. and at 8.30. Okay, let's hear it. Who is it? Uh, you may know him from the NBC police drama Chicago PD. Where he portrays Officer <laughs> Kevin Atwater oh. is none other than LaRoyce Hawkins. Oh my God. LaRoyce Hawkins oh. will be joining us at 8 30. Ladies, Google him. Google him right <laughs> now. This brother is fine, ladies. Uh, well, <laughs> Google him. So he's not just joining us just because, he's joining us because <laughs> he finds. He has a <laughs> show tonight at the Milwaukee Improv. He is oh, doing wow. a he's doing a tour and it is a combination of poetry and stand-up comedy and which were LaRoyce's first loves and he'll tell us all about it during the 8:30 at 8:30 LaRoyce Hawkins from NBC's drama police series Chicago PD will be joining us to talk about why he's in town tonight at the Milwaukee Improv and how you can get tickets to go check out his show. I love that show, Chicago PD. That's one of those you and your homegirls get on the phone and you watch and you're like, wait a minute, girl, wait. Yeah. Shh. shh. <laughs> <gasps> Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> so LaRoyce Hawkins, a.k.a. Officer Kevin Atwater will be on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly 
at 8.30. Make sure you're here. Make sure you keep it locked right here. All right. Moving on. I mentioned that the Montgomery, the crew members from the Montgomery Brawl spoke out for the first time yesterday on Good Morning America. Robin Roberts, as always, did a fabulous job speaking with them, getting their side of the story. Because you think about it, Bailey, the the whole brawl happened and then we moved on to the next thing. Well, it there was a social the whole social media thing for a good oh, week. Gosh. For a good week. People were going good. to get folding chair medallions Man, look, and, and uh black people were creative <laughs> with that, okay? I mean I mean there was all kinds of stuff going yes. on on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook. It was lit up. Yes. We as you know what, if there's one thing we can say about us is we love a good laugh. Yeah. And that we go we go find a way to get some entertainment <laughs> yes. out of it. Oh man, black Twitter was going crazy yeah. or whatever they call it now, X. Yes, from the man. time he threw that hat up, man. I mean, it was it just was on. on. It but was it on. It was just amazing that someone got video of everything that right. transpired. Right. Like what would make you and, and Denise talked about this, and we're going to find a show where we could just dedicate at least uh, an hour worth of talking about why is it that when something's going on, besides going to help, you pull out your phone first to right. get video. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, wait a minute. Who's the, doing that, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so, why? <laughs> so, so the crew members spoke out for the first time from that Montgomery brawl, and here's a little audio from that. Part of their investigation. I went to work to work not to be in a fight or get jumped on. It's a cause and effect to every situation. Before y'all start recording and joking and laughing, how about think and help people? He could have got injured or worse. You don't know what could have happened that day. Swinging a chair, now charged with disorderly conduct. Police confirming these videos are part of their investigation. I went to work to so I had no idea that was one of the first things he was going to say. Didn't I just say that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a that's a problem. Uh, as opposed to helping someone out, being a good Samaritan, if someone is in distress, you go help them out. No, let's pull out the phone and possibly make hip hop world star. Well, I mean, it looks like that that person wasn't, like, up close. I mean, they were close enough to get the full vantage point. So They were close you know. enough to turn their phone <laughs> off and run over there and help them. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be they positive were that close. about this. Yeah. You're trying to figure out how close they are? They were close enough to go help. <laughs> they were close but enough to go this. help. If we didn't get that video, none of it would have happened. If we would not have uh, that seen that is true. That we is would true. not have seen it might have turned out there's there's a plus side to everything because it might have turned out that those people flipped it again on everybody. Right? Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But if you see a man about to get jumped by right. three or four well, people. Clearly there were there were a lot of people yeah. that didn't pick up their phone first, right? Right. Right. Clearly, he had help. 
But he even had a chair come step in in his favor. But I'm just saying that young man makes a, a great point, chair. though. You know, besides just trying to find the comic relief out of it, right? That's you true. know, like what about the human element of it? I know if I'm in a situation, I'm about to get jumped by three or four people. I don't want you to sit there and record it. I want you to help me. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I'm clearly outnumbered. You know, that is true, but I think that I think that the comedy element came after the fact, obviously, right? And we as a culture have been through so much drama and trauma that if we don't start laughing at some things and what we can laugh at, then, I mean, clearly no one lost their life that day yeah, and we're thankful for that. But it could have been worse. It like, could it, have. It, like, could when's have. the last time and you then, saw a fight where they were just throwing fists the entire time? That's true. It could have been worse, but thank God it wasn't, right? Yeah, yeah. And we have to, some, you know, there's a, a upside to the video recordings because now it's a whole era of that, right? Mm -hmm. There's an upside to it because there's a lot of things that were never seen. Think about if they hadn't videotaped George Floyd. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that was there was there was no comedy with that. Yeah, yeah. You know, people were just mad. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I mean, but there are some things that do happen that. It's an eyewitness. That videotape is an undeniable eyewitness for everyone. Yeah. You know? No, it, it, I mean, video definitely has made things more believable as opposed to just hearing about, oh, how the police, uh, you know, police brutality versus black men or against black people, period. And it was like, oh, that was the narrative. That was the narrative. And and uh, as the caller said, N.W.A. put out a song after police. Right. Just to let people know what was going on, not across the country, which it seemed like it inevitably was, Mm -hmm. but what was going on in South Central L.A. and how the police treated them. Right. And uh, and so. It, it, but it still wasn't until that was like New York. Yeah, but it still wasn't until Rodney King's video until people say, "Oh, these police actually do beat black people." Right. Like seriously, <laughs> it made it more believable. Yeah. Oh, it did because you got to see you. You really got, to, got see to see him, that. and that was really that was the first one, wasn't yes, it? Yes, that, that was, was like the first, the first piece of video yeah. where it's like, you see, okay, you here's see him. proof yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, there is something to be said about it. Truth Nation, hit us up on the Truth Talking Text Line eight three three two one two one zero one seven. Let us know your thoughts about. Uh, the crew members that spoke out from that Montgomery brawl, people that were there, eyewitnesses, and give us your thoughts. Black Conscious, you are on Truth Be Told. Good morning. What's your question or comment? Good morning, y'all. Good morning, Bailey. Good morning, T. Uh, Good morning. uh, Hey, the evolution of the camera, because it used to be for Worldstar, and to what you said, oh, they they do beat black folks to now, I wonder what that black folks did for them to get beat like that. So, you know, it was at one time where we were just turning on ourselves for entertainment, but now it's to capture the moment, the history and time of the real truth, possibly that what transpired. 
Yeah. 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 No, that's true. That's oh. true. But uh, but Black Conch, let me ask you: At what point, if you see this going on, it's like okay, I I need to get proof of this. I need to get video. But that person also needs help. So so to answer your question, when you look around, you see nine other folks just standing around with their cell phone. That's for you to go in to do something physically, as far as helping. Because if you got nine cameras, you got all angles. Everything except for one of those uh, uh, drones. So, you know, you can't, you can have all the footage in the world, but at that point, that's when you time for you to intercede and in, in aiding and in, uh, in assisting the person in need of help to, for me. If I'm looking around, I see seven, eight people with phones. What's the tent going to do to make sure, make sure, make sure to make sure we got it right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that, that's, that's, that's where you have to make a decision in a split, split second. And a lot of people tend to go for the phone because that's a lot safer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in some cases, they're helping out a physical form or, or just getting involved and now you're drawing in in some type of way. Yeah. And, you know, that's one way they're looking to get help. Just flip out your phone and let me record this for yeah. I mean, I mean, and let's be realistic. Everybody isn't able to get up and help physically. Correct. But, you know, I mean, it just depends on the situation. But. And I mean, did they, not to cut you off, sister, but did they really give an insight on, you know, how, how you know, they said a, it was this, the example y'all gave was just a small fragment of the conversation they had. But I didn't see that. Did they really go into, you know, in depth on how it made them feel and what they're doing going forward? Uh, that's a good question, uh, Black Conscious. I did not see the full interview as it was going on while we were on the air. And uh, that was just one one excerpt. But I would like to uh, see the full interview. And I'm sure uh, it's on GMA's website and you could go back and watch it. But I would like to also get the full context of what they were saying and how they felt. But even just from that standpoint, that excerpt, uh, it made so much sense to me because that's not what they were anticipating or going to work to be a part of. Right. They were just going to work well, to go work. Yeah. And to that, and to that, to everybody, you know, the, the things, the un- uncontrollable circumstances that happened, that, that could have been all prevented by them just respecting the individuals and what they do and how they did in their day-to-day work. That was just an ignorance at its all-time high, refusing to acknowledge those individuals doing their job. Live righteous Milwaukee. Love, y'all. I appreciate the call, Black Conscious, and always appreciate the listenership. Uh, Truth Nation, hit us up on the True Talking text line, 833-212-1017. We will continue this conversation on the other side of the break. Bailey Coleman in for DT. You listen to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
boys over everything. Free Rio. Yes, sir. The Truth is now the home of Marquette University High School football. The Marquette Hilltoppers hit the gridiron again this Friday night as they take on the West Dallas Central Bulldogs. Kickoff is set for 7 p.m. High School Sports on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. It's presented by Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all. That's Bailey Coleman in for DT. Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We've been talking about the crew members from the Montgomery Brawl that spoke out for the first time yesterday doing an interview on Good Morning America with Robin Roberts. And the Truth Talking text line is 833-212-1017. And the Truth Talking text line has been blowing up this morning. Grant says, good morning, Telly and Bailey. In most cases nowadays, when fighting occurs, not too many people jump in. This case was different, mostly because of race. Everyone in the area pretty much said, oh, no, not on my watch. I'm not going to sit back and allow these white people beat up on this black man. I guess I got to see if these hands still work. Yep, they do. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate the text message. Uh, Grant, the caller, has uh, texted a couple times and said, Brother Telly, if any of us real ones from Truth Nation see you getting jumped, we diving in to help. I said, I appreciate that. And then he went on to say, the caller got them hands, bro. You good in the mill. Five fingers to the face if anyone starts with you, DT, or Bailey. (laughs) The caller, we appreciate it. Truth Nation, we know you all have our back all the time. All the time. And, uh, yeah, it it just to me, to kind of, you know, continue the conversation about some of the things that were said, we only played a small clip of the interview and uh, and one of the things that the young man said was before you start, uh, you know, laughing and doing all these memes, like think about the people that were actually involved right. and and their mindset and how traumatizing that could be because oh, yeah. you don't know. OK, all right. Next week or tomorrow, if I go to work, if this could jump off again. Right. And like it, there's some things there is some PTSD that is affiliated with this. And while people are making memes and all that stuff, they're not really considering the type of feelings that these workers have moving forward with this job oh absolutely the other thing is i mean just being an african-american just being a black person and you know all of that started because you was black mm-hmm. you're a black person it all that's they up there calling your names and everything just to be called the n-word is traumatizing yeah but uh, that make you want to fight right there. Yeah, I mean, how how <laughs> safe do you feel that when you go to work, there's a, a a chance that you could get jumped because somebody didn't agree with you doing your job? Right. That man was only doing his job. Exactly. He told that boat they couldn't park there. And that ended up being a problem. Truth Nation, let us know what you think. 833-212-1017. Marlon, you are on Truth Be Told. Good morning. What's your question or comment? Good morning. How you guys doing? Good, good. Uh, it was, it was kind of ironic because I just watched that interview this morning. 
I did end up taping it yesterday. I bought a watch this morning. I think it was interesting because uh, the guy, I can't remember his name, uh, the original, the boat, the boat steward guy who got off was talking. The first guy he was talking to, he said that guy had been there before. They knew each other, and that's how come they were talking, and he was arguing with them, and nothing happened. But the other guy, the first guy who came in through the punch with no shirt on, he's the guy. He said he was drunk. He said that's the one who started fighting. The other part of the interview, which is very, very interesting, is uh, I know a lot of people are saying uh, it was black versus white, but originally those first three said they jumped in because it was their friend who was getting who, who was in the middle of the fight, you know, and even the young guy who jumped off and swam, you know. But but again, it ended up being racial because. <clears throat> Excuse me. A lot of people on the boat were all black, and that's when when it t- took off is when the boat got the dock, and that's what happened. Is all the people off the boat are the ones who kind of jumped in, and you know, what I mean, and really made it go even more wilder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, five of the people, five of the people got arrested. They all said not guilty, including the uh, four the four the white guys and the one black guy who was in there, buddy, with the chair. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll we'll see how things unfold uh, in in court when right. the charges and everything when it's time for them to pretty much pay the piper. Thanks yeah. for the call, Marlon. And uh, it, it will be interesting because they all pled not guilty, even though there's video evidence of them doing whatever they're being charged for. But I'm sure there's going to be a way that the charges are reduced. The only yeah, the only person that's black in there that I feel like was their portion was overkill. Was the chair swinger? It was the chair swinger. Uh-huh. I mean, at that point, everybody was pretty much done. Everybody was down. Well, he just wanted to make sure that he reminded them <laughs> that he was there. <laughs> right. I was a part of this, too. Here's one upside. Joe head. Here's one upside. Joe head. <laughs> he just wanted to be fair. <laughs> right. And I, I really think that it became a racial incident when the Caucasian folk came in and they started using racial slurs and all that kind of stuff, you know, when yeah. you when you start hearing the playback of it, that's when it became, yeah, you know. Yeah. But for black people to see a brother, basically three or four people on one person, I mean, that come on cool. now. And, and Bailey, <laughs> I'm Dan- like, hold my glasses. <laughs> dare I dare I ask this question if it was reversed mm-hmm. if that was a white man working uh-huh. and two or three black people came up uh-huh. and then all of a sudden jumped him and then they said oh my friend was you know my boy was just drunk uh uh and? You think that flies? Oh no, absolutely not. No, no, no. They would have had them under the jail, been looking at five to ten years. They oh no. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. That's all I, I mean, that's all I I mean, I, mean, I can't many, help but think that. How many times has it happened? A, a trillion. Maybe not in that exact scenario, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's like going to these different events and 
you know, and so you go into different events and you're seeing when a, a couple of black people get arrested, it was a riot. When a couple of uh, Caucasian people get arrested, nothing is said. It's a peaceful protest. Right. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we, we will continue this conversation. Woo! We have to take a break. Bailey Coleman in for DT. You listen to Truth Be Told. We'll be back after this. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Hey, tune in to the award-winning 1017 The Truth this Saturday at 10 a.m. for another episode of Greater Milwaukee Urban League's Entrepreneurship Connection Show powered by Molson Coors. Dr. Ken Harris will be joined by Shelton McClure, business banking market leader at U.S. Bank, to discuss U.S. Bank's access business program, which helps entrepreneurs and small business businesses get access to capital while also helping businesses build wealth. Again, that is the Greater Milwaukee Urban League's Entrepreneurship Connections show powered by Molson Coors this Saturday at 10 a.m. on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. The True Talking Text line has been blowing up. We've been talking about the crew members from the Montgomery Brawl speaking out for the first time. And I posed the question that if it was reversed and this were a situation where there were a group of black men that jumped a white man. How different would this be? And Grant hit us up on a true talking text line. <laughs> Grant says, Telly, everything you said since you reversed the question, we simply call the police and wait on their arrival. But once they arrive, don't expect anyone black to snitch or be a witness. Now, I didn't look at it from that standpoint, Grant, but I did look at the standpoint that there would have been more than four arrest made. Right. Exactly. There would have been more <laughs> than four arrests made. Way now more than that, four. Yeah. Now that I know, and like, and, and, and we don't even have to speculate on that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> they would not have been able to go home and rest and, and have a few and days. have time to turn themselves in. Right. And none of that. No, none of that. They would have had uh, most wanted pictures on on the TV screen. We got to get to break, but in the second hour, we got plenty. Uh, to get to we have two very special guests that will be joining us and Tory Lane's talks from prison we will hit we will hear audio from that you listen to truth be told with DT and Telly we're back after this